solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 27 Padfoot Returns. Hello! Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potter Wash. And your eggs are always sunny side up. <laughs> That is, of course, a quote from Princess Best of the Dad. Bride 2. Oh. <laughs> what? Princess Bride or Princess Diaries? Princess Diaries, sorry. Princess... I was like, what? Princess Diaries 2. With Christopher Pine. Peruvian. No, not Peruvian. Genovian pears. Well, I will just stop. And may your eggs always be <laughs> sunny side up. Great. All right. So, um, you are listening to Potter Watch. You didn't somehow stumble upon a uh, Princess Diary podcast, although I could easily do that as well. Oh, that would be lit. <laughs> Litty. I actually read some of the books. Yeah. They were okay. I think I read like the first one, maybe two, and then like the last one. Like I skipped Meg one. Cabot. I don't know where I pulled that out of. Yeah, right, right, right out of somewhere. But that is the name. Yeah. Alrighty. So, how are they listening to this episode? Who was the next um, target of Rita Skeeter? Hermione. Ninny. Yep, that Hermione. She um. She gets uh gets. The, the, I can't, I can't think it's of something okay. clever. We'll move on. Okay. Uh, we are doing chapter 27, Padfoot Returns. Eek! How did you rename this? I renamed this chapter, A Crouch's Crime. I also did, I want to do alliteration with Crouch's. So I was just going to do Crouch's Cross, but then I added to Bear, because I feel like it doesn't make sense if you don't say to But bear. I knew what you were getting at. Okay. That's awesome. A Crouch's Cross to Bear. Ooh, I like that. You said you weren't proud of your reading. Yeah, I just felt like it was bulky. I don't know. Well... Like, having to add the to bear. Well, well, if you had just done Crouch's Cross, we could have, like, really gone into, like, what's it, like sacrifice yourself for our sins like mrs His crouch wife. yeah that's like you could have done some like wow okay yeah see that's what i'm saying like i think i just underwhelmed everything and you just brought it up so thank you you're welcome <laughs> i am prouder of my haiku <laughs> when you go low i go high <laughs> that's a michelle obama quote for you when they go low you go high um kill them with kindness you go michelle mm. In Becoming, her book, which I would like to read. Actually, I'd like to listen to it. I hope she does the audiobook. Mm. I don't know if she has. I'm not aware. Maybe Jim Dale will read. Oh, I like it when, like, by the yes, person. Yes, yeah. I was joking. Okay. <clears throat> um, so in this chapter, Rita writes again, Black recounts the sins of Crouch, everyone's a suspect. That's an amazing haiku. I was pretty proud of it. That's, like, that's one of your best ones ever, I think. Thank you. Yeah, that's, like, a really good haiku that I feel like not only it, in ca like, captures what 
actually happened, but also the tone of this chapter, where it's like we get a lot of information. Mystery. But yeah, but and a lot of, you know, setup for not even just this book, but for the rest of the series. Forever. Forever. Sam Lott, I'm just going to keep quoting other things. Yep. <laughs> We're only allowed to speak in quotes. Oh my god. Of other things. Um, okay, here's my Hayakua. Potions proves pointless until Karkaroff barges in. Padfoot reveals all. Nice. The first two lines are really strong. Yeah. I feel like we both always do the all. Like, if we yeah. don't... <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, I feel like I've Dobby done this. Dobby knows all. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> reveals all is, like, a standard final yeah. line for when I, like, just couldn't think of anything clever. All is just such a good one-syllable word. Also, Padfoot does reveal all. He does. Like, no, it's totally just, accurate. I was feeling... I was getting a lot of flashbacks to book three when it takes him three chapters to tell Well, I think I had one that was, like... Like Lupin reveals all. Like I think. I- yeah. <laughs> oh, serious, my baby. Alrighty. Well, I let's get. I I want to get to the meat of this. Yeah, chapter, I only so. did some like cursory notes for the beginning. Oh no, I did a lot of notes. So, I, but I'm like not excited to talk about okay. them. Just kidding. This whole episode's gonna be great. So yeah, there you go. We're gonna take down the man. Yeah, we're gonna take down. The men. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Ron. Looking at you. Okay. Ron telling the story, telling his story of him being in the lake. I love it. Uh, Me too. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Ten minutes of fame. It's great. Yeah. And... You needed this. And then Hermione being like, what, um, what were you going to do? Snore Snore at at them. (laughs) Rude. He couldn't let him have it, Hermione. She's in a foul mood anyway. So then we get our note from Sirius when he's like, bring as much food as possible. And I'm just like, what a mess. What a mess. Oh, yeah. And they're like, is he in Hogsmeade? Like- My next note says, they're so dumb. Oh, obviously. Like, he didn't come back to Hawksmeat, did he? Oh, yeah. We knew that last time he wrote you saying, yeah. when's the next Hawksmeat trip? <laughs> like, you thought oh, he was just curious? for me? Just curious. Curious. Curious and curious. That's not the quote. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's a quote. I was quoting Ollivander. Yeah. I don't know what I was going That's, like, not a word. Curiouser and curious. <laughs> Maybe More <it's>... curious? <laughs> Curi- I don't think curious. Curi- 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 uh, Curi- curiouser is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that is not the <laughs> It's just curious. Very curious. What's curious? <laughs> yeah, you're correct. <laughs> but for some reason, I have in my head, and I don't know if it's from Harry Potter. Curious? It's <laughs> not. It's just wrong. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. 
I'm at the article. Oh, it's from Alice in Wonderland. Curiosa and Curiosa. Okay, I believe you. I have the gif right here. Oh, like the real, like the live action one? Like they both have that quote. Oh. I, I mean, I said I believe you. I just, it doesn't ring a bell to me. I just couldn't think of what I was thinking of. I knew it was something. I'm glad it is from something. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're doing right now. I was judging a little bit. I so. know. That's why I had to prove myself. I take back what I said last year. Um, sorry. What was your note? Oh, I just said I'm at, um, I'm at the... You're at Pansy? The, yeah, the article. Pansy and her gang of Slytherin girls, presumably including Daphne Greengrass. I'm not going to presume that, actually. <laughs> no mention. I have that exclamation point with little hearts in my notes. I actually didn't even pay attention to it. How could I was you worried not? that you were going to be like, did you see? And I was like, no. No, I was waiting. I like I've never I was had such suspense because that they were gonna say Daphne's name. Like I was just waiting for Snape to be like, you Granger, go sit next to Parkinson and Greengrass and I was gonna I was again stressed that I wasn't gonna have time to get my shirts prepared. Are you ever gonna have time though? Like you I don't... think I keep thinking that I just need to go ahead and make them so that what if they're never if she if... never shows up those shirts will be my shame. Which is why I have I yet would to still buy wear them. it. I would wear it. <laughs> and be like, but it's wrong. I was frightened. <laughs> oh you yes you would wear it. Yeah I don't think I could. That'll be our merch guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sell it on the website <laughs> by the time Daphne <laughs> shows up or does not show up. Probably doesn't. Do, you know what? She's in the books. <laughs> the more chapters go on, the less confident I get, but I am standing <laughs> I do just always think about, like, in what context would they mention her? And there's, like, a couple things like where they're like talking about gaggle of Slytherins but I just they keep saying Slytherin gaggle of Slytherin girls and one of these days they're gonna mention Daphne's name yeah in the gag in the gaggle I was thinking maybe in the sixth one at one of I think it is parties I'm pretty sure it's the sixth or something like that but I don't know if she's in slug slug club but I know I don't think she's in slug club because I think I would remember that but maybe, like, they... I don't know. I have no idea, but... Maybe it's in the fifth one during the Inquisitorial Squad. Maybe, but... It's just not... Not a bell being rung in this head. Tracy Davies? Do you remember her? I reckon... I know the name Davies. She's another Slytherin girl. In the gaggle. So if you know her, you must know well, Daphne. Or Roger Davies. That's maybe what I'm thinking of. Oh. Maybe. Oh, do you think there's a relation there? I don't know. Roger Davies sucks. Yeah, so, do, I mean... You don't even know who that person is. She doesn't exist. Who? Tracy? We're not starting this with Tracy again. I, I honestly... Tracy? Are I we on a first name basis? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't, 
I'm not going to bat for Tracy, okay? I am all in for Daphne. Okay. Um, back to Pansy, though, a real character. Enough. She's so ducking jealous of Hermione. I know. It's so... And so she just uses her privilege and power to bring her down. Oh, yeah. Pansy is also, like, just not clever in her insults. Well, I was thinking more just, like, in the article, she's, like, she probably made a love potion, which is just so shitty, and I'm so mad when Ron's, like, you didn't, did you? Like, he's just... Yeah. No, somebody loves her, because you won't. <laughs> Get him, Molly. <laughs> I meant that she's not clever, which she's, like, yeah, and she's really ugly. Like, oh, oh yeah. Like, okay, Daphne, like, who are she's you? She's not Daphne. <laughs> I mean, who are, what, who are you, Pansy? Pig nose? Pansy pig nose, that's what they call her. Pugsley. Yeah, that's what I would call her. I oh, call yeah, her they do in, say she's a pug-like face. Yeah, I call her that in fan fiction sometimes. It's not nice, but it, it gets the job she, done. It's a, all goes around, comes around for Yeah, fans. she definitely deserves it. She's better in fanfiction. I actually really adore Pansy in fanfiction. But she is not redeemable in the slightest in no. canon. So I can hate her without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Also, ugh, Rita. I I don't have... I, I don't... You know, like, Rita's gonna get Hermione back. That was, you know, a plain but ambitious girl. That's all I had on the article, and then I just had that Hermione handles this so healthy. Oh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> look. Yeah, she's like, that's the best you've got. She's like, cool. Okay. Yeah, like, I have everyone's affection. Way to insult me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, no. A famous Quidditch player loves me. At me. <laughs> she's Bet. Like, Bet. Like, <laughs> and she's just like... Oh, mm, I wonder how she figured that out, though. Because you know what's true? That he's super into me. Isn't it right, Ron? Ron? Right? Like, that was so true. Well, and what did you say? Yeah. And, and what? what? Did and you... what? And Ron's like, um, um, wait a second. Hold, please. And what did you say? And and she's like, um, yeah, so it's weird because he did ask me. But what? what was your answer? I was too busy worried about you to answer him. Clear. She has made clear points. Also, LOL at the Scarlet Woman interaction. Oh, yes. Some, some sort of Scarlet, Scarlet Woman. Scarlet Woman. That's what my mom calls them. Yeah. Yikes, though, because she's going to. I just rolled my eyes for listeners. So sorry. M- Molly Weasley, knee Pruitt, is about to become... Not my favorite lady in the world, in a few. Um, this is once again another level of bullying of a student, and then just the injustice in all caps. Oh, yeah. The injustice of it all is. I mean, at least he doesn't like comment on actual parts of the article. Which but he reads it out loud. It's horrible. It's horrible. I I just hate him. Yeah. I yeah. 
I have nothing to say. Like, he can... <laughs> this is nothing against you, although it's gonna kind of be at you. Like, it... It doesn't matter how interesting of a character is. Like, he's just so hateable. Like, I... That's why I think I get annoyed when people are like, he's my favorite character. I'm like, yeah, he could be interesting, but, like, he just is so awful. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, he really, really is. No, like, I... I, I have, like... This has been a very eye-opening read-through. Yeah. Read um... Not that I guess I missed it before, but, like, right. you know, we all have our angst to face. And also, like, just the uh, reveal is so overpowering, almost. Yeah. Like by the time then, you get to that. Right. And then, like, also, even though, like, you know, obviously books are canon, like, the movies don't show, like, half of the shit he does. Yeah. That's true. Like. The Alan Rickman of it all. Yeah, it is. It's the Alan Rickman of it all. And still, when I think about, like, characters that stick with me, I think about, like, Alan Rickman's portrayal of Snape. I also really do take to heart the the Pensieve scene of yeah. Harry's in the seventh one. Yeah. Like, I think that's really powerful. Yeah. Um, for Snape. Like, good on Snape. But, like, just this stuff, it's, like, so hard it's to get really, past. It's really hard. I mean, I still love A Princess Tale. I love a good twist, and I do love, and we've said this a million times, so we don't have to belabor it, but I do, like, in all media, I love a character that is so unlikable, but, like, you sort of have to root for them because they're on the good side. Like, I just think that's an interesting, like, you know, I don't know if people watch, um, like, Once Upon a Time, but, like, the gold character, or the... Oh, like Rumble Silskin? Yeah. You know, like, that's just an... It's always been an interesting character to me. Oh, yeah. He is interesting. But he, like, kind of plays both roles, like, more openly. Yeah, but he's, like, a similar, like, double yeah. agent character. And he does some horrible things. Like, some straight-up terrible things. But, you know. Like, he's the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> That, I liked the premise of that show, but I really couldn't hang in there. Yeah, I didn't hang. I didn't hang for very long. Once they introduced um, Peter Pan, I think, is when I dipped. Not because of Peter Pan, but just, like, it was, like, kind of a series ender, and I, oh, I didn't think I jump lasted. back in. I lasted longer than that, actually, which is surprising. <laughs> Were you there for, like, all the Hook stuff? Um, I met Hook, certainly. Oh, man, there's so much romance with Hook. Oh, yeah, no. I, it was one of those things where I started watching it, and then, like, when we were in college, um, I just couldn't keep up with it. Oh, see, I watched it, po- like, maybe my c- senior year of college. Oh, okay. And so a lot of it had already come out. Yeah, I was watching it, like, as it was coming out. Oh, yeah, and I wouldn't I, have been able to keep up. And then up. I couldn't keep up because yeah, no. I wasn't home, obviously, and I didn't have... Yeah. Okay, off topic. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Um, I've never felt that way about another girl. Crumb. I know. I'm really happy for. I'm so happy for Hermione here. I feel bad for Crumb. Same. But like, Ron doesn't have his shit together, so... Well, I, I also just don't think Hermione's as into Crumb as he is into her. Yeah, no. That's true. I think she likes him. She's not, like, sure. leading him on. No, She said, no. I'll think about it. Yeah. 
It's just, like, not a priority for her right now. Yeah. But I like that they're pin pals. Yeah. I can have a pin pal. I do want to, like, see it from Crumb's point of view. Because, obviously, we know what Crumb sees in Hermione. We love Hermione. Oh, yeah. We love Hermione, But it would be nice to, like, have that perspective. Yeah. Because, like, we don't get that from Harry, obviously. Right. Um, okay, so now I'm at Snape berating Harry privately. Um. Isn't that private? I said this is very bold to do in class. Like in front but of he everyone. does far worse in front of Harry in class. But it's just like a very like I guess because it's like secrets of the book. I'm like, why are you being so like outright about this? I do think he's talking quietly, like in a very Snape way. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure like it's kind of a loud classroom with like cauldrons boiling and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I was like, Harry, really? Do you think he's referring to your second year when he's talking about stealing Boonslang skin? I am shaking my head. He he was like, well, obviously the gillyweed was Dobby and the Boonslang skin was, was Hermione. Like, but maybe. I, but to be fair, like that's very Snape, specific. Snape holds a big grudge. Like, I would not put it past Snape to be like, and this is the second time you've yeah. done it. Don't think I didn't know about the boom slangs. <laughs> I did have a second theory note that said, although valid. <laughs> but I think Harry could have put, I guess he thinks that it's Crouch, like, searching the office, but I think he could have been thinking, like, another step, like, oh, the night that, like, his office was broken to, something might have been stolen from it, but... He's kind of on a different track. He's on a, yeah, he's on a different track. And I also think, oh, it's such a good hint about the Boomsling skin to, like, remind us about Polyjuice Potion. It's like, hey, in a secret kind of way, like, this is going to become important. Maybe somebody's making Polyjuice. Maybe someone's making a Polyjuice Potion. Have I asked you this? I must have. Like, did you think about what this could have been before it happened, before it, you know... It went down. Um, like, how it all went... Yeah. Like, who was behind it? Yeah. Well, I've said, like, I thought Ludo was suspicious. Right. But I'm saying, like, did you figure out the polyjuice potion aspect? Oh, no. I'm trying to think of, like, if I were reading it for the first time, like, as an adult, if I would figure out some of her mysteries. That's such you know, a if great you sum- cue. If you could somehow, like, because now a lot of things are spoiled because it's such a popular series. Yeah. But if you could somehow be reading it as an adult and you don't know anything about it. I don't know if that specifically has been, like, super spoiled. Especially, like, if you don't know anything and you maybe hear that in passing, you're not going to, like, hold on to that and remember that. Like, I've had things spoiled for me and then I, like, forgot and, like, watched it and I was like, oh, I guess I did know that, but it was still all new to me. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, cause, see, for me, it's like, you know, we were, so I'm watching Friends for the first time. And um, I remember, like, I don't know big, some plot points, but I know... Big you know, stuff. big stuff. Who gets together with who. Right. And like, you know. Who some, has babies. Yeah. So I am, I've been thinking that in my head as I've been watching it. And I, it's just been in the back of my head and then something happens and I'm like, oh yeah, I did remember in passing. So I'm yeah. saying without any of that, what do I think I'd pick up on it? 
because I've also been watching Sherlock for the first time, and I've been catching myself being like, oh, I, I like, get who it is. But I think it's because, like, you know, reading Harry Potter growing up makes you, like, sort of a good mystery reader. Like, you know yeah. kind of what to look for, and you don't, you're not looking, you know, the phrase, like, you look at one hand and not the other, like, while the other is behind your back or whatever. I think if I was reading it, I wouldn't catch it because I would be reading it too fast to to take time to think about it. Interesting, yeah. But when I watch things, I'm usually pretty good at guessing stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I can usually pick up on things when I'm watching it and be like, I think that this is what's going to happen. And I'm I'm not, like, 100% or anything, but I'm, I'm a usually pretty good guesser on that stuff. Yeah. Or, like, oh, his ex-wife is going to come back and, like, did it. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And I used to, like, like, love Monk and stuff like that when I was a kid. Could never. Like, all those shows, like, like Lie to Me, The Mentalist. Like, yeah. I always liked The Mentalist because I could never guess it. But it was always good. Because The Mentalist is kind of like a Sherlock Holmesy kind mm-hmm. of thing. I'm not good at those, like, the crime shows, because they're, like, designed to try and, like, trick you, I guess. But, I mean, it is formulaic. But, but stuff like Sherlock Holmes and Monk, like, there are, like, clues throughout the way, because they yeah. want you to try to figure it out, which is yeah. what I like. I think that's, like, part of the fun. Or, like, um, Big Little Lies. I loved reading and watching that. Oh, yeah, but I didn't see most of that stuff coming. No, actually, I, I did. I got some of Big Little Lies. I I, I guessed that um, the guy was um, the father. Mm-hmm. Sharp Objects, too. I I didn't get everything on Sharp Objects. That one was hard-er for me, the Big Little Lies. Yeah, but no, I think I would be reading it too fast to try and guess. I would just be like, I got to find out what it is. Like, I'd be... That's true. Maybe I... Because it's also not really... Even though it is mystery, I guess it's not really framed that way. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be going into it being, like, I want the fun Like, you don't know that it's a mystery. Well, you kind of are like, well, who put his name in the goblet? But, like... This is... It's not... You don't know it's as layered as it is. Yeah, or... Yeah, that is so elaborate. You probably just think, like, oh, Voldemort did something or, like... Right. Like, you think it's gonna be, like, book two. Right. Where it's, like, okay... Who's behind it? Yeah. Um, I know in the first and second one, because my mom read them out loud, she did try and encourage us to make guesses, which is where my Ollivander guess came from. <laughs> but, like, when I was reading on my own, I didn't take the time to, like, reflect on what I was reading. Like, I was just like, I need to finish reading it. So I don't think I was doing that. Um, yeah. So. Um, although, in the fourth one, I do remember thinking, like, who was suspicious. I was so. definitely thinking about So, I guess I, I'm one. contradicting myself. It's also just so hard to remember from yeah. the first read-through, like, what yeah. I was thinking. Um, I, there was this one time, because I, I think I've said this before, there was a time where, after I had read them all that had been out, um... I stopped rereading them for a while. Like, now, before we started this podcast, I would reread them, I think, once a year. Just, like, somehow. I would re-listen to them pretty frequently. Um, 
but there was a while, like maybe two or three years, where I just hadn't read them in a really long time. Yeah, for sure. And then I remember that reread very specifically. Same. When I stopped reading for like a while, like maybe at the end of high school or like yeah, maybe it was like maybe like five years. I can't. It was a while that I had time that I hadn't read them. I had been watching the movies, obviously, but. Yeah, and there are a lot more things I picked up on that mm-hmm. read through. Obviously, this is the best read through in terms of like getting things. Mm-hmm. Um, this has actually been one of my favorite read throughs. Oh yeah, definitely. Because it's also Easily. I'm actually reading them somewhat for the first time in a long time because I have listened to them so much. Like I still listen to them and then I skim them, but I'm kind of a skim reader anyway. I'm a cheater. I'm a cheat reader. <gasps> But I can skim pretty fast. I'm a bad skimmer. I have to read things full out or I just don't pick up any of it. it. Yeah. Because it's familiar, especially I can skim read it. Like I can't skim read like a textbook. I'll skip chunks though. Oh, for sure. I'm like, I know what that's. (laughs) Yeah. Like I sometimes skip. Like, Especially because I have the audiobook in my head. Like, I'm like, I know what Jim Dale is saying to me. Right oh, now. I don't I don't skip on this read-through because I am oh, terrified yeah. of what you're going to ask me in a quiz. Um, and also, I just want to make sure, like, I get everything. Not, yeah. But when I have reread in the past, I know I have. Or things I just don't like that makes me queasy. I'm just like, mm, skipping past that. The, yeah, there was a... Septim Sempra, not reading that. <laughs> oh, that scene is so hard to read. Not ready. But I, but I love those kinds not of scenes. Ready. Oh, it hurts. But that's a Jerry, that's a dreary rich scene. I gotta, gotta yeah. read that one. All right, let's jump oh, back so in. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. Threats against students, good. <laughs> is it good? Oh, no. <laughs> and I had a sassy note. Do you think anyone cares about how you feel about Cho? <laughs> That's my exact note. <laughs> I was like, yes, Harry, your crush on Cho is on the same level as those other two things. Like, serious? <laughs> like, we're both so sassy. And when you're 14, that is what a crush feels like. It's the most important thing. But I just don't know if my crush would be the most important thing if I were Harry Potter. Yeah, Hermione and Dobby getting in trouble. nothing else going for me when I was 14 except for my crushes. I know, but I also, like, told so many people, like, oh, I have a crush. Like, it was, like, always, like, nobody kept that secret, like, among your friends. Like, everyone knew everyone's crushes, so it wasn't, like, it was gonna get out, probably. Like, I don't think it was, like, I would have been mortified if, Also, I think she knows you asked her to the ball. Like... But he doesn't want Snape knowing, I guess. Which, fair, I mean, fair. fair. But, like, it's on the heels of, well, Hermione and Dobby getting in trouble. Contact with Sirius. His inside squirms as he thought how he felt about Cho. He also does not give a crap that people think him and Hermione dated. Like, it doesn't I think that's kind of cute. A second thought. He's like, whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, he's mad, but not... He's mad that... Rita's saying lies. He doesn't care yeah. that it's like that it was Hermione. Yeah, which I think is so. It's cute. really cute. Like, Honestly, and they don't even ever. They don't even have a conversation about yeah. it, which is so. I, I would say that's maybe unrealistic, but I love it at the same and time. And even Ron's not mad about it. I was expecting Ron to be like, "What? Well, why does she he, think he keeps it in? 
He keeps it in. Well, he's so focused on the crumbs. On the crumbs. He's so focused on crumbs. And then book seven. Oh, that's a rough scene to read. Oh, gosh. Karkaroff interrupting class, also a bold move. Oh, yeah. He has no qualms. Yeah, he's like, all right, Snape, let's talk. He's like in the middle of class. Like, let's talk about my dark work that nobody knows about. What is that, Karkaroff? What is going on? He's like, it has to be now. Yeah. Why is he so manic? But great eavesdropping tactic, Harry. Oh, yeah. That was me. I was like, that was smart, dropping your... uh, your whatever what, uh it's like uh armadillo ink, armadillo oh, that would have been bio. a good quiz question yeah i was like i just had that same thought too clearing up my armadillo bio professor um but i have so many cues on the plot point or lack thereof of the dark mark and like and there's a thing later with Sirius, but i like how does nobody know that that's the way to check to see if somebody's really a death eater We've talked about this before, too. Yeah. It must be kept so hush-hush. I'm thinking maybe it, like, also kind of disappears. Like, that's part of the magic of it. Like, so they won't get caught. Like, there's, like, a fail-safe in there. Also, clearly, it's, like, gone... Well, it hasn't gone dark, but it's gone whatever. Um, Until now, it's coming back. But I don't know. I do... I've never really thought about how it fades which I think is really interesting and also just in the fandom community like it's discussed in fan fiction but a lot of people have like Draco keeping his mark which I think is interesting when I feel like we have textual evidence to suggest that it would fade yeah but we all know that fan fiction is not always based on the text yeah but things like that (laughs) well well it's either like discussed a lot you know or it's just not something that becomes like it's a huge plot point that he keeps it in fan fiction a lot which i think is interesting and not a lot of people are exploring dark marks fading i think people just like the idea of a tattoo a baddie with a tattoo but he hates himself so much for it exactly i know it's like more interesting for for writing how if you just want to torture Draco with it. But sad. There's also the whole Dark Mark Kink thing, which is an unfortunate subject. I don't need to know more. I cannot believe Buckbeak is just hanging out in this cave. Just chilling. I forgot about Buckbeak actually, and I was like, oh right, he does have Buckbeak. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a I have a quiz question for you. Okay. What gender is Buckbeak? I think it's a boy. Right? I think they say he. Don't they? Do they? I couldn't remember. I think it's a he. And then I was reading fan fiction the other day where Buckbeak was a character and they kept saying he and I was like, why did I think Buckbeak was a girl this whole time? Yeah, Buckbeak bent his scale. You also had that with something else where you're like convinced it was a girl. Was it Crookshanks? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because in my head just now I was like, Crookshanks is a girl. That's weird. <laughs> Hedwig's a girl. I know that. She's the only one. Blue's a girl. <laughs> Who the fuck is Blue? Blue from Blue's Clues. I thought there was a pink one. Yeah, that's the boy. Is this real? Yes! Yes! Griff, you watched Blue's Clues. Was Blue a girl? Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Siri really, Griff, I didn't know it. They really like, flipped it on their genders. Yeah. While I was watching it, I didn't know. Like, because they don't tell you. Wow, you're not very ba, ba, progressive, ba, ba, are you, ba, ba, as a child? No. <laughs> I didn't watch Blue's Clues, so. <laughs> okay, wow, we're really, like, bad today. We had to. We'd been doing well for too long. We did too much preamble Yeah, we, we talked too much before. <laughs> Never good. Um, I would have brought more food. I don't think, like, he's, like, basically starving. They brought 12 wings they, and like a piece of bread. That's, like, what you have, bread. like, a normal Yeah, dinner. that's, like, dinner. Like, I would have brought him, like, extra stuff and, like... They were... He said now, like three times bring food like as much as you can yeah and they were like "Mm." like they each should have had a bag of food and they're in hogsmeade they could have easily got they were like like, we had to get it from the table you could have like gone up gotten carry out from honeydukes or um the three broomsticks yeah, for sure. Yeah, they they messed up there. They do they make it up later. They send him an entire ham. But still. But um also like cute socks that they got for, for Dobby. Yeah. But serious? Come on, my poor baby is starving. I just said yay when he shows up. He's such a good godfather in this scene. Um, but really he couldn't have stolen a better outfit. He's like still in his like clothes that he I am mad that you have said this. (laughs) Well, they mention it. Wow. Sirius was wearing ragged gray robes, the same ones he had been wearing when he left Azkaban. Like, why did they have to mention that? Also, like, he's been stealing all this other stuff. Just get some better. (laughs) Also, like, red flag. Like, if he's... Yeah, that's true. You can't go walking around... In a Hogsmeade uniform, or in a, a Azkaban uniform. Well, I was thinking when he was, like, in the South, like, when he was, like, on the run, I assume he wasn't constantly in the dog form, or maybe he was, but, like, if he wasn't, like, that seems weird that he would have still been wearing those clothes. I think he also steals a lot of things in dog form, so it would be weird for a dog to just be, like, walking around with clothes. I guess. She's pretty. She is. For a cartoon. Serious. <laughs> so sweet. So sweet. I was gonna just say the same note I already said about being a good godfather. And how worried Harry he, is. Oh, their relationship is so cute right here. They're both He's like, but what if you're caring caught? too much? Not too much. But the exact right amount. Also, Sirius is so smart. He puts this like all together very quickly like he's so it's not in an unrealistic way he's just brilliant when he's like really talking it out yeah um ron ron always says this thing where he tries to be like impressive and it usually involves like putting hermione down I, i i have this note too it just really bothers me. It bothers me too, but also he like kind of gets called like he yeah. like serious like serious calls him right on for it. it. Yeah. But it's just annoying that like that's his tactic. Instead of just like sharing his point, he's like, Oh, Hermione has this whole um elf thing. Like just say your point. Like you don't have to put somebody else down in order to elevate yourself, Ron. Like he's definitely doing that, but I also think part of it is that 
he thinks that like the house elf thing is so ridiculous and he like I don't know it's sort of that thing where it's you get embarrassed about somebody else being so crazy yeah that you so you overcompensate for it even when it's because he doesn't only say it's ridiculous about the house elf thing when he's trying to impress somebody. That's something he says every single time she brings up the house elf yeah. thing. And I think he wants Sirius to agree, so he's like, yeah, isn't it crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he, he thinks Sirius is cool, so he... Would, I know. You know. He's trying to impress him, but I it's just It's embarrassing it for him. Like, oh, I yeah. am, like, mad that he uses it against Hermione, but Sirius treats Rod kind of like... It's like, yeah, no, you stop. Yeah, like, <laughs> you I, children. I've been clocking um, Ron's uh, performance, like his rating for Sirius throughout this chapter, and he goes from the bottom, he gets up a little bit, but only when the three of them are up together, and then Ron goes right back yeah. down to the bottom. <laughs> Sirius is like, mm, I love Harry, Hermione's brilliant, Ron could Thanks take him really <laughs> Um, yeah, he's so close, though, with his whole thing. Mm -hmm. And just another argument for Bagman. Yeah, I said this. I was, like, listening and reading this now, I can see why you thought Bagman, so... Or I thought he was somewhat involved. Yeah. I I don't think I ever thought he was, like, the mastermind behind it, but I felt like there was something up. Um... But also, when we get to start talking about Barty Crouch, Sirius, watch what you say about how people treating their house elves. I know. Because you treat creatures like crap. I, they talk about this more, and I do think it's not because he's a house elf, Me though. too. Yeah. I was saying, I, I, I was trying to piece it together in my head right. while I was taking my notes, and in my notes, I came to the fact that Sir, it's that Sirius thinks of creature as an equal but that he just hates yeah him. he treats him like snape yeah like <laughs> like you stupid person <laughs> yeah it's definitely not because and it's he's because creature elf. is prejudice and that's like the life that's that siri um what were you saying though what was i saying bagman Oh, yeah, just that he needed, um, that Sirius doesn't treat, we just were, we finished that thought. Oh, yeah, about creature. Right. Yeah. Um, and then when, uh, Hermione and Ron are, like, arguing over whether Snape's evil or not, Sirius goes, I believe in both of you are right. (laughs) Very diplomatic. Harry is also very quiet this whole time. Yeah, he is. He kind of has to be the narrator of the situation. I think J.K. Rowling had that, excuse me, that problem where she had a lot of people in a room and she didn't want to have to write. I think he was also genuinely, like, really thinking through all the new information because he is trying to, like, put it together together, to, like, Sirius. And he's worried about Sirius. He's so worried about Sirius. It breaks my heart how worried he is about Sirius. And how it's accurate. And how it ends. This chapter is a lot like the last one, like the egg and the eye, or the, not the last one, but the one before the egg and the eye chapter, Mm -hmm. where you're just, like, getting so much juicy information. And I think I 
came to like a realization that this is like the my favorite book to reread, which makes sense because it's probably the one I've listened to the most. But it's because like every time I read it or re-listen to it, up something. so much new. Yeah, and it's not as like hard to read like the fifth one or like the sixth one, like where there's like a lot more negativity I guess in it yeah I really enjoy this book and this movie and I think for the same reason it's a fun read and I love the mystery of it yeah and I would probably say the seventh one is two but I can never just like read the seventh one like it's just too out of context the seventh one is not fun it's not fun no but it's like um you probably pick up on a lot more stuff maybe Mm -hmm. but although not really I don't know I've, I've read the seventh one the least amount so um yeah i used to read the seventh one by itself when it first came out i like think i read it back to back a couple i read it twice in a row without reading the rest of the series but Mm -hmm. then since then i definitely don't because it's also like i don't want to read the end because that means it's at the end. Like, I'd much rather read the beginning. Yeah. It's hard for me to read them out of order, I'm going to be honest. Oh, I never do. Yeah, like, I read them from start to finish. And one time I tried to read them back to front. The only times would be, like, if I got them from the library to listen to. Mm. And I would just get whatever was there. But, like, I owned the fourth, and then I ended up owning the seventh one on CD. So I I guess I... But I still would never listen to the seventh one like I would listen to the fourth one. Like, I would just listen to the fourth one because I had it, and I'd fall asleep to it. Yeah. But the seventh one I would always, like, have to listen to in order. Like, I'd get the rest from the library or whatever. Or I end up just illegally putting them on my computer from the CDs, like, from the yeah. library. Like, I'd burn them. The Triwizard Cup also is just fun. yeah it's just fun although when i first started getting them they were on cassette wow the fifth one blast from the past the fifth one had so many cassettes i'm sure the fifth book is so long in my boom box or in my walkman i'm so sorry repeat that your your boom box my boom box or my walkman i feel like I just transport just, and I flip it over it the, the say tape. anything. Like. I just flip over the tape. That's what that movie's called, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just going down memory lane over here. Wowie. I forget. We are so in the middle. Like, I know that's, like, the point of millennials, <laughs> that we're in the middle. But we know... We were there for the cassette situation. I loved my cassette. Yeah, and the VH1, like, the VHS. VHS and VH1. And VH1. We were there for VHSs and... We were there for the transition. We went from, like, cassettes to CD, CDs to iPods. Yeah. Like, we did all three. Like, in our youth. Yeah. I do think that cassettes had, like, probably the shortest time period. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there was a big part of, like, Were I cassettes guess... before us, though? Yeah. So maybe we feel like... It, maybe it had the same amount of CDs. I feel like CDs has, like, the... But people still listen to CDs. Like, my mom. Do people still buy CDs, though? My mom. <laughs> and Griffin's mom. Yeah, I don't think I've bought a CD in years. I haven't, but moms do. <laughs> you bought me a CD! The last CD I got was a killer CD. Yeah, I didn't really buy it for you, to be fair. Fair. Wow. 
We didn't buy it. It came with our thing. Oh, I and thought then we got like it. two extra ones. No, it just came with um our tickets oh, to see the killers. I did not know that. So we didn't. I even thought buy you guys it. got it for me when you were at the concert. We wow. gave it to you way before the concert. Oh. Oh. <laughs> not. I wasn't saying that. Like we wouldn't have no, bought I'm, you. No, I. A I was. CD, I'm kidding. But... I didn't need you to spend money. I liked the CD, and I. I do like the convenience of a CD. I, yeah, that's not true. I listen to CDs. I, I just listen to CDs I already had right. when, when I was younger, which means I have very bad music taste. I did actually currently. buy a CD at a local show. I bought the band's CD, and I thought that was so supportive. You are supportive. It was a really cool band. I really liked them, actually. It wasn't just to be supportive, and I've listened to it a bunch in the car. Yeah, I listen to my Fun Home CD a lot. Oh, that's a good but like, I got, musical. Yeah, so. but I got that as a gift. Yeah. Um, so basically, we're the reason why the music industry sucks now. I buy CD... No, I don't. I, I was going to say buy I buy music, out either. music on iTunes, but I don't. Like, no, you don't. I have um, I Amazon to. Music. So, I have free Spotify, so <laughs> we're all living our best life. I'm... Poor. <laughs> I remember having to, like, give my dad, like, $5 to buy, like, five singles on iTunes. Oh, I remember that life. Do you remember when getting an iTunes gift card was just, like... Yeah, and every, I don't have to deal with like my currency. dad. It was, like, currency. Yeah. Because I, I felt like I always had to explain what songs I was getting and, like... And you, and you could only... My parents would only let me buy the clean version if they were, like, yeah, paying for so. it. But if yeah. I had my iTunes gift card, I could get the one with the little E next to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I would buy movies on iTunes. No, oh, I never bought movies. That was, like, a waste because it was, like, more than 99 cents. But they're, um, they're, that's big now. Like, a lot of people buy movies on iTunes I think now. I have done that because they weren't, like, streaming, so I just bought it or mm-hmm. rented it on iTunes. I do that with iTunes and Amazon. I'll usually rent things. Yeah, I rent things. Okay. All right. Back. <laughs> back again. Okay, I'm at Crouch. Um, I'm at Crouch too, but still with Sirius. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the rest is with Sirius. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I realized it as it was coming out of my <laughs> mouth. I was like, why are you? Well, just to check, we did sort Crouch right, and we said Slytherin. I feel good about Slytherin. I so. like feel good about him being a Slytherin. And I think I don't... I can't see myself arguing. I, I can't remember if we sorted him in that episode where we did, like, the unsorted. Sorting the I think unsorted. we did. And Maybe I think we I said Slytherin. Slytherin. I think we ended on Slytherin. I might have argued Ravenclaw, so don't at me if I, <laughs> if I didn't. Uh, I just think I see Slytherin a lot, especially with this information and what we know about him. Yeah. Well, yeah, that wasn't accusatory, but I was like, Slytherin, right? Like, that's, because that's what I'm thinking right now. So I yeah. don't know what I said in that, but I'm saying Slytherin now. <laughs> well, he's extremely ambitious. Oh, no, I did argue Ravenclaw, but then you, you checked me. For Slytherin? Yeah. And okay. I definitely agree. Okay. Um, I like that Sirius respects them by, like, okay, I'll try you. 
but knows like what they can handle like what a great dad like I wish I, he got to be a dad I have <laughs> had enough <laughs> but I a hundred percent agree like and I and this was a good Ron moment where he was like okay we'll try us yeah like that's what my dad said like I'm and Ron especially is so tired of being treated like the little kid. And I, but I do think like they obviously can handle it. Like yeah. for one thing, this is just like information. Like yeah, they can handle it. <laughs> like information about like somebody they like tangentially know. Oh. Oh, it was, and it's so. It was such a good. It was such a good way of explaining it to them too. Um, I do want to get into some, like, literary analysis questions. Okay. I felt like I was in AP Lit for a second, just for one second. <laughs> I have some stuff about J.K. Rowling, too, so I'm interested to see what okay. you are talking about. Well, I was kind of just wondering, when Sirius is talking about Crouch, I was just like, he's he's an unreliable narrator, and I don't ever think I think about that. Like, I always just take what somebody like Sirius oh, saying yeah. at face value, uh-huh. but he is an unreliable narrator because he doesn't like Crouch because Crouch put him in mm-hmm. jail forever. Mm-hmm. Like, so I just, nothing really to that. But except- he doesn't really speak about Crouch in a, like, like, he, he, he says his opinion on Crouch, but I don't think anything he says is, like, riddled with oh it must be crouch like he doesn't even say oh, that yeah. no no i just mean more like his and his talking about crouch and his son's relationship it's all like just basically his opinion and it, it is it's true though he's that's not sad well yeah that's why i was like but i still think it's pretty accurate probably but it's all just like serious and like serious's lens of not liking crouch because like he kind of lays it on like maybe you should have spent a little bit more time at oh home. yeah he does and i definitely take that to heart like i think yeah, when i, I take when it I, as fast I, or whatever yeah I, you're right yeah i definitely do think like mm, yeah crouch was definitely like a semi-abusive father <laughs> is that true no where did i get that information from um, or just like um the part where he's, like, analyzing, like, you saw him dismiss a devoted house elf because she associated with the dark mark again. That's not actually why he did it. Yeah. And so it's, like, that's what made me think, like, oh, Sirius is kind of an unreliable narrator um, based on the fact that, like, that isn't actually true. And, like, Sirius is kind of, like, making it seem like that's, like, what it is. Yeah. And I'm not criticizing Sirius. I don't think he's... I think he's an unreliable narrator from the standpoint of he also doesn't have all the information. Yeah, he doesn't have all the facts, too. I think sometimes an unreliable narrator can be like, oh, they're unreliable because they're, like, purposefully being deceptive. Or, um, yeah. But But, but either of them are. Yeah. Yeah. He just, he also doesn't have that info. Yeah. I just thought it was, I had never thought about it before. Like, somebody's view on a person would skew like the information we're getting as the reader and honestly I don't think that's what's happening because JK Rowling's trying to give us this information in a unique way mm-hmm. so I don't think she's doing that but I was like but if she was like if she was using the unreliable narrator thing like I don't know I always remember in AP Lit being like what yeah. it's an unreliable <laughs> like what? I yeah. thought that was fa- like that's what we were like supposed to like the good think. soldier did you yes, guys read that that's exactly how we learned yeah 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 for sure 
Uh, so I don't know. I didn't really have much more. That's why it was only a second of AP Lit. But. Um, I was my literary analysis about this chapter is more based on her like her overall points about good and evil and about mm, her gray power. areas with characters. And I think it's really important that J.K. Rowling makes this distinction. Like, Sirius is talking about the war and bad times and about how, yeah, there were Death Eaters and there were people and who were... And he was just as bad as... Yeah, the there were people that were vehemently against them, but he was not a good man. Right. Like, there were people that were on the good side that he were not violence good. with violence. Yeah. And then you get a very drastic contrast at the end when she's talking about Moody where he or when Sirius is talking about Moody and he goes and Sirius never I mean and Moody never tried to kill if he could avoid it yeah he always tried to use that bring them in alive yeah yeah and we kind of get a little wink to that with like and so old Cordelius Fudge got the job but that's like a whole nother kind of evil that like Mm -hmm. just ministry corrupt all over the place yeah, so I just think that's, and I think it's an important distinction that J.K. Rowling makes, and I, J.K. Rowling makes, and I really like that. It was a very similar to if you guys read the Hunger Games books, um, you know, um, Katniss. Spoiler alert coming. You haven't read Hunger Games, but I feel like we've we've it's been it's been out time. long enough. Um, when Katniss, um, instead of killing um, President Snow. She kills the um, the supposed new president um, because she saw her, though she was on the good side, she was evil in a different form and she didn't want history to repeat itself, which I thought was a very hard line to make. <laughs> we were like, oh, cool, 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 cool. So... We're just gonna... So Snow lives? He's dying anyway. Oh. So she just makes the choice to publicly kill the president that orchestrated Snow's death instead of killing President Snow, which is... You're just not expecting it. But she is... She wanted revenge for all of the years that's... For right, what right, Snow had done. Right. So it was just gonna become a... Cyclical, a cycle of, thank you, I couldn't think of my word, of violence and of, you know, hurting children that didn't need to be hurt, so. Um, well, Alex, the world isn't split up into good people and death eaters. Mm. Mm. Just another serious quote for you. Serious has such good quotes. Uh. Umbridge. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She must be a Death Eater. Um, just, like, a question on Crouch's big plan with getting sneaking his son out. Spoilers for the end of this book. Um, so it says that um, Crouch never came for his son's body. The Dementors buried him outside the fortress. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't he have wanted to come back for the body because it would have turned into the mom? That's what I thought. I think it's he never publicly comes back for the body. But I think... Sirius watched them bury it. 
Yeah. So, unless, but I would assume the way polyjuice potions is if the person dies, then they would automatically change back. That's in. what I think too. I know that Dementors can't see, so it doesn't matter for the Dementors. But like Sirius, I feel like would have seen it turn in or whatever, or anybody. So maybe you're pri- you're you're in a private place long enough that like the mom probably from a distance you couldn't tell it was her because yeah. she was still wearing the his clothes. Yeah. I guess, but like, I, not like if I have, was crouched, they don't have lawn time. <laughs> if I was crouched, I would want to like make Me sure too. that evidence was not, you know, I would be like, yeah, yeah I want to get the body because, and that would be like normal, like, yeah. So. Unless he was like, just get rid of it. Like they probably notified him immediately and he was like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Because no, there aren't guards other than Dementors. Like, how does the Azkaban system work? I don't it's like not, to think about it too much. I think there's probably a lot of issues in that Like, plot holes? Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be, like, on an island. But, like, how do they communicate? I don't know. Because, like, I think they also talk to the Dementors. So, like, I don't... I, don't I think know. Dementors can understand humans, but... People can't understand a mentor. They are very misunderstood. (laughs) Are they? (sighs) Um, Great background and consistency of him, like, mentioning Death Eaters. Like, she keeps those names and stuff like that. Yeah. Sirius fails to... Mention that it's his cousin. That's or that his, that's... The, that's not his family anymore. Or that that's the person that Crouch was brought in with. Like, he mentions the people that Crouch was brought in with, and he mentions the little strangers, but not together. It's not his family. He's a part of the Potters now. That doesn't matter, though. I just mean in terms of telling the story. I know. I'm, I'm kidding. But he probably didn't have that all worked we're out. We're going to find that all out in the next chapter. No, he did, no. though. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he says, like, I bet you anything the people he was with were Death Eaters. And then he later mentions the Lestranges. They're in Azkaban now because they came in with the with the Crouch's yeah. son. Like, that's all you had to say. But Whatever. Too wordy, too wordy. I thought you meant, like, the, that they were his cousin. Well, yeah, I mean, he could have done that, too, but. I was saying, I don't know if she had that all sorted out yet. Oh, yeah, probably not. But she does make, she does specifically say they're a couple. Like, she knows how she's gonna use Bellatrix. Although, I guess he's never mentioned. Rudolphus Lestrange is never mentioned. Uh, in Cursed Child, he is. (laughs) Yeah, he, like... A wet blanket to take care of his um, wife's bastard child with the Dark Lord. So weird. Oh, this is the Dark Mark thing. Sorry, am I steamrolling you? No. Okay. Um, Harry mentions the whole thing about showing him something on his arm, and Sirius is like, well, I have no idea what that's about. Yeah, so that answers our question that we posed last week, a couple weeks ago. I can't remember. About what? We were like, wouldn't Sirius know that Snape was a Death Eater? Because he talks about, like, later in this little bit, he says, I don't know if Snape ever took the... Right. I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
But I, but he's saying he doesn't even know what, like, the dark mark is. Like, what they would be showing each other on their They arm. must be. I think they're really separated in Azkaban, and you just don't have any communication. It's, like, solitary for everyone. Yeah. That's why you go crazy. But that does, but does that mean that most people, like, does Dumbledore know about dark marks? Like... I think Dumbledore The fact that Sirius about- doesn't know about it, even post his Azkaban life, is, like, concerning. Or, like, that the Order of the Phoenix didn't know about it, like... I just find it very interesting. I think it becomes more common knowledge in the second war than in the first war. Because I think in the first war it was used as a secret like thing for but now like Harry finds out about it, so like it's not a secret. Yeah, because Karkarov is not trying to keep that secret. That's why Snape's like, What are you doing, yeah. dude? Like you know the rules, basically. Yeah, but Karkarov is like trying to get out. He's scared and he's not trying to go back to that life. Yeah. So he doesn't care. And people already know that he used to be a Death Eater. So he doesn't have anything to hide. Right. He just wants protection. Um, You mentioned this part earlier about Moody and saying, like, he would never kill if possible. Yeah. I felt like that was supposed to be, like, a hint. Like, oh. Yeah, like we but no- we never see. I thought the exact same thing. Man, we never our see- notes are so equal. <laughs> I think our brains were just in sync. I have, I, they never, he never tries to kill somebody, which I would have or been. Or says something like, oh, I would have killed him. And that yeah, would have been like, an oh. an easy tell. Yeah, maybe we too easy, but. No, it would have been like a great, that aha moment, yeah. you know? It could have been like early on, like in the first, like mm-hmm. with the spiders or something. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that would have been so great if they had just said one, one off about that. Yeah. And then Harry would have been like. But the real Moody would have never wanted to kill. Uh, that, the the moment in the movie when Harry is like, I don't think I mentioned a graveyard, Professor. <laughs> oh, it gets so good. Uh, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Marvelous creatures, dragons, aren't they? Oh my gosh. Oh, that actor's so good. Wow, what a panic, that scene. I think they do it more interesting than in the book. The book is very, like, kind of morose. Like, he just, like, totally shuts down his personality. Yeah. Actually, I think I like the book better, but I think they did it cool in the movie. I feel like the book, we get less of Barty I don't know. Barty Crouch Jr. is just very different in the movie. I really love David Tennant's portrayal of him. I thought the tongue thing was unnecessary. Oh, I like the tongue thing. I think it's a little hint. I like it. But I think he also, David Tennant, is one a little bit old for the part. Like, because they age everybody else up. Well, he was 19 when he was arrested, and that was like 12 years ago. Oh, so maybe not. Or 15, 13 years ago. So, I think it. So maybe not. Uh, that uh, that was on my notes. I just say this is a very thrilling. Oh no! I, oh my god! I have so. Many- I think as I kept saying my notes and I was, I think I was steamrolling. Oh, I'm mad. We didn't get this flashback scene in the movies. Like I'm which just, which flashback? Um, watching the switcheroo happen. Oh yeah! I'm like I was picturing it in my I head. It, it could be. It's so. Easy to watch 
how they could have done it in the movie. It would have been so cool. Yeah. And then to like at the very end when it's all revealed to go back, to go back and, then, and show it like in slow motion. Yeah. And like them walking out. Yeah. Uh, I like can see how David Yates would direct it. Yes. I am, I always picture it too. I'm so with you. Oh, I just, it would have been such a cool scene. And then you got to see like Sirius and Azkaban like watching from. The- oh, yeah. God, why didn't, why weren't we asked to direct that? Well, we also don't get Sirius in the fourth movie, except for like. Yeah. The fire scene. Oh. Which uh, probably wasn't even really Gary Oldman. It is. I mean, it looks like his face in, in, <laughs> well, in the, in the, in the ash. I'm sure it's his voice, but. Um, poor Mrs. Crouch. We've, we're past all my notes, but. That's it, okay. Yeah, um, I feel really, I, yeah. <sighs> I, though, I, I don't understand how she was married to regular Crouch. It's the same. I feel like it's a narcissistic situation. I guess. Like, I don't know. I don't know they're pure blood. Yeah, but, like, when she's, like, in the trial just, like, sobbing and he oh, just knows so nothing. I just, oh, God. He's, like, awful. Yeah. Oh, at the end where Harry's like, no one's even trying to kill me right now. Oh, yeah. Like, did you forget that someone put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Also, have you not been living for the past three years? Someone is always trying to kill you. Trouble finds you, Harry. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, how could you not take a note about this? Percy would never... Throw his family oh, to yeah. the Dementors. And then Although Ron's, he is very ambitious. And then, yeah, Ron's like, I don't know. He's very ambitious. What a foreshadow. I meant to take that note. Oh, I didn't mean to take Percy that note. Percy is... Uh, he was almost my rat for just those, like, couple mentions of him. Oh, uh, that's... It's such a good foreshadow. And you know what else? And Ron I calls think- that shit. Ron calls it, and J.K. Rowling calls it, and well, this gives me a lot of vitriol, because I feel like I'm supposed to hate Percy. Like, it's it's not something that I'm crazy about, okay? He I betrays no. his family. I don't think you're crazy. I just don't think most people, like, give him that much time of day. Like, you, you hold on to a lot of space... You have a lot of space given to hate for Percy. Whereas most people are like, yeah, he sucks, but, like, I don't really think about him. (laughs) That's all. Yeah. It's just such a betrayal. I just, I think you have a lot of passion towards him. It's a, it's a, (laughs) do not. (laughs) I am not Audrey. (laughs) Oh. That's who Another made-up character. Yeah, it's just... (laughs) J.K. Rowling made up a character named Audrey that he marries and has kids with. Named Molly. Yeah, whatever. I think that's so weird. I think it's stupid. He doesn't deserve to name his kid after Molly. I think it's weird to name somebody that somebody's still alive. Yeah. Except for in Cheaper by the Dozen, too. I thought it was sweet. (laughs) (laughs) But I think people do that all the time. Like, I'm a third. I'm a fourth. Like, Richard the... That's different for some reason. Why? Well, because you're, like, yeah, it's a junior. It's, like, you're naming yeah, so after Molly, yourself. 
Oh. Oh, is it because, like, like, is, I, I guess my parents did that. Like, my, my brother's named after my, uh, parents, um, after my, both of my parents' dads. And they were both still living? My mom's dad wasn't, but obviously my dad's dad was. Um, sorry, that is not obvious to you listeners, but Molly knew that. Um, yeah, I guess it's not, I don't know. Um, I like that. It's just because it's Percy. Yeah, I hate it because it's Percy. the The parents naming kids after parents isn't as weird to me as like the like it makes sense. It's just everybody does it. <laughs> yeah, everybody in this universe does it, which is why it's, it's weird. It's too much. It's too much. Like, thank God for Ron and Hermione. They have some creativity. Yeah, the only one. Rose and Hugo. Oh, and Bill and Fleur. Victoire. Dominique and um what's their son's name? Philip? Philippe? No. I don't know. Oh, what is it? Oh, that's gonna drive me insane. Well you came up with Gabrielle like on the fly, so Oh it it maybe it is something like Oh, it is something like Philippe. Oh god, what is it? Dominique Victoire Are you sure it's not just Philippe? I'm pretty sure. It's something, I think it has like an O, like an A-U-X, something French. Philippe is French. Yes, yeah, but I, it, like, it's a... Louis. 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 See, Louis. I was right! Louis. <laughs> Why do they have pictures assigned to these people? They're fan casts. A lot of people care about Next Gen. It's a whole world. I'm not really in that world, but it's a whole world. I can't get into it. It's too hard to wrap my head around. Do you think these people know that they are them? Or are they just like stock photos? These are actors. Those two are actors. I can't tell. I don't know who this is. I can't see it close enough yet. Yeah, those are all actors. Those are all famous actors. Like famous from like two th- in the 2000s. That's Julianne Huff. And... Anyway... So, enough naming them after everybody you know. <laughs> Except Hagrid. No. Rupeus. Ruby. I think she was just tired of coming up with names. Ruby. What if that you named a daughter cute. Ruby? That would have been really cute, right? For, like, um, Hermione and Ron's. Oh, yeah. Or even instead of Lily. I know... God forbid, but like no Ruby Lily, no, it had to be Lily. I would have been mad if he named his kid after James and not Lily. It's just it's a lot. Albus Severus is a lot. That's the one I can't get behind. James Sirius Lily Luna, I can get behind it. Luna's another weird one for it's me. It's Lily she's, Luna. Yeah. Super weird. That one's weird. The middle name after is- your wife's lover. No, well, I think it's because it's Jenny's best friend. But, like, I'm glad that you went the Linny route. Same. (laughs) (laughs) You just were right on that. I did that for you. Jenny doesn't, Harry doesn't know. It's a tragedy. He doesn't know what happened that year he didn't go to Hogwarts. 
Oh boy, boy, oh boy. No, he was watching on the Marauders map. Like a he was creep. like, why is Jenny and why are actually? Jenny I think it's the- very sweet. So oh, I yeah. think that I think it's super cute, but it was kind of creepy. Just watching her dot. <laughs> oh gosh, golly. Okay, I had no more notes, and we don't have a quiz this week. But I do have champs, rats, and points. Oh, okay. Wait, did you self notes? Nope. Are you sure? My last note was all Percy, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do want you to quiz me on next-gen names, though. Now I'm feeling... Okay, what are Percy's <laughs> other kids' names? Oh. Why, okay. Well, Percy. Audrey. Oh, wow. No, no, Audrey's his wife. Um, Molly and George. I'm Molly and Fred, sorry. Or no, Fred is... No, 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 no. Wow, you're really bad. Sorry, Fred is uh, obviously George and Angelina's son's name. I don't care about Percy's kids. That's why I don't know. Lucy. Oh, yeah, it's Lucy and Molly. He forgot he had two girls. But Roxanne and Fred are George and Angelina's kids. It's also, they put it... The second. Molly Weasley the second. That's not how the second works. It's the second of his name. The second of her name. Whatever. You hate it so much. Well, I... It's just like, that's if his name was Molly, and then he said... You don't know Percy's middle name. It could be Percy. It still wouldn't be the second. (laughs) That's true. It's also Ignatius. Percy Ignatius Molly Weasley. Who else do we know? Oh, we know Neville and Hannah's kids. What are their kids' names? Um, oh, Alice is his daughter's name. I can't remember if he has another kid. I was just thinking of, oh, Luna and Rolf's kids. Oh, they have weird names. I can't remember them. Lycorn. Ooh, that came out of nowhere. I don't think that's right, though. They're twin sons. I can't remember what their names are, though. They don't have the kids on Neville's, um... Oh. Interesting. I thought, um, J.K. Rowling released that info. He's the godfather to Albus Potter. Duh. She and Neville were childless and scathingly reported by Rita Skeeter as enjoying a little more Ogden's fire whiskey than most would expect from custodians of our children. What? Wow, that's fucked up. Why would they, why would they do that? After the fact, be like, oh, nope, they're childless because let's just keep going with Neville's tragedy. I There's no swear reason for that. He had a daughter named Alice. There's and no. I, that's I'm a keep, fan fiction. I'm gonna that's, keep believing it. But also, just like that's unnecessary. Yeah, that was. I don't need that drama. <laughs> what are Lorcan and Lysander? What did I say? <laughs> I think you combine them yeah. somehow. There, I was, Lysander's also not that weird, but I knew I wasn't going to remember that. I don't know anybody named Lysander. It's like not weird as a, 
novel name. Like, I've known yeah. many a character it's named fine. Lysanda. Okay, who is your champ? Oh, my champ was Sirius. So was mine. Who is your rat? Snape. Severus Snape. 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 Mine I did was Pansy. Think about Pansy and Ron. <laughs> I was really mad at Ron for, like, for small reasons. For Hermione. Yeah. I just thought he was kind of being a jerk. Um, um, I gave it 85 points. I gave it 95 points. I almost gave it 100, but I feel like I've been doing a lot of those, so I had to, like, had to yeah, check myself. I, liked, I really thought the second half was very good. Yeah, I hate the whole stuff in the potions. Yeah, so I took off for the potion scene. But it wasn't bad. It just, like, wasn't as good as the the final bit. Right. Yeah. I was just like, I want Padfoot to return now. Yeah. Don't tease me. Next chapter is the madness of Mr. Crouch. It's about to get wild. Things are about to get crazy. Um, what do you want the password to be? Who's Mr. Crouch? Who dies in this chapter? Well, that's... You don't really know that. Does that not happen? You don't know that till later. Oh. I would say... What's... um, Who gets attacked by... um, Well... I was going to say Crumb. Because Crumb gets stunned. When he's talking to Harry. Who gets attacked by... who? Just who gets stunned. Is that too hard? Nobody's actually doing this. <laughs> what do you mean is that too hard? Wasn't he a judge? How does what? Crumb okay, pronounce okay, Hermione's all right, all right. name? What's the third task going to be? Cool. Because they find that out. Cool. What do they have to do for the third task? In case this doesn't get put on the <laughs> podcast, I need you to know when we were trying to come up with that, Molly asked me, is this one too hard? As if you guys really toil over how to tune in to the next chapter. Magic is real. <laughs> Alrighty. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, and on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch as well as our email podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. (laughs) Um, And most importantly, please um, give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, We appreciate all the reviews and and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.